0: Good morning. Welcome to our podcast with the Vision Principal. This is Pastor Jack Irvin from the River Church in Akron, Ohio. Thanks for joining us today. I want to talk to you a little bit today about the kingdom of God being relational. You know, everything in the kingdom is Involved a relationship. It all starts with a relationship with Jesus the King and It involves relationships with each other and even relationships with the world and uh, I was sharing uh, Sunday night at the River Church uh, the difference between religion being religious being in Christianity as a religion versus being in a relationship. Let me just share a few of those things. I really want to talk to you today about relational evangelism because it's really key for us to begin to shift the church from a church-minded, come to church focus to a relational focus that we all have in our lives every day. But religion focuses on doing And relationships focus on being. Religion focuses on going to church. And relationships focus on being the church. Religion focuses on trying to win favor. In a relationship, we already understand we have favor. Religion so many times focuses on going to heaven and in a relationship, we focus on and experience heaven and demonstrate heaven here on earth. And religion really emphasizes our effort. We need to do works, but they need to be works of faith. And in, when you're in a relationship, you focus on His power doing the work. When you're religious, you focus on your problems. And when you're in a relationship, you focus on the power that God provides to solve the problem. When we have a religious mindset, we focus on what we don't have. And when we're relational, we focus on what we do have. When we're religious, we have a victim mentality. And when we're in a relationship, we have a victor mentality. When we're religious, we think like everybody else. We're carnal-minded. When we're in a relationship, we're spiritually minded. When we're religious, we're trying to be righteous. When we're in a relationship with God that's healthy, we're yielding to righteousness. And then we're religious, when we're motivated by guilt and we're in relationship, we're motivated by love. And sometimes when we're religious, we're really anxious. When we're in relationship, we're restful. Those are just a few categories, but if you understand the kingdom to be relational and if you study the word of god especially the new testament you will begin to see that most of the evangelistic efforts in the new testament were relational there's a phrase that's used in the the bible regularly when it comes to evangelism related to it's the word oikos and it actually means household and when you really study how evangelism was done, and there there is a spontaneous nature to evangelism, but if you understand evangelism, that's focused on discipleship, you really have a relational focus because you're going to have to be with the people that you're evangelizing. You already are. You know, when Jesus tells us to do something, The awesome thing about the Lord is that he helps us to become something before we do something. It's so important that, you know, in Acts chapter 1, it says, "Ye shall be witnesses after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. It's talking about the phrase be. It doesn't say do. It actually means you will live your life and be willing to be a martyr. The word witnesses from the basic root word martyr and we're being in other words our whole lifestyle our lifestyle is like jesus when people see that they begin to want to turn to the lord that's why saints it's so important all of us work on our relationship with the people that we live around every day our family our close friends our neighbors, all of our relatives, even the people that we just have acquaintances with, we really need to work on them. Some people call this frangelism, but, but it's based on being in the kingdom. And when you're in the kingdom, you you realize that the kingdom of God's within you, in Luke chapter 17. So if the kingdom of God is with you and in you, then that means that everywhere you go, you are representing the kingdom of God. You know, if you take the mindset of not going to church and being the church, and what's happening in the body of Christ now is we as leaders, the five-fold leaders, pastors, teachers, the Lord's really been convicting us that the way we do church has been backwards. If the kingdom of God has a 24-7 focus, then why aren't we training people in the church to have a 24-7 focus? We do some of it, and I don't want to be critical of pastors because we're all trying to do our best. And and people in church have busy lives. But If we begin to stop and realize that our mission field is right in front of us in our 24-7, God is really shifting from a church focus to what I call... A kingdom focus. And, you know, we we sometimes get guilty when we're not out winning souls 24-7. Like we're out doing an, an event where we're doing an outreach, you know, people saying, we've done it too at the river. Let's go do an outreach. But in reality, we need to start outreaching where we already are. And there are simple things that we can do to really begin to reach the people around us. One is... You just need to be intentional and identify your circle of influence, the people around you that you, you really love. And there are certain things that we can do, but let me just give you a handful, okay? And uh, I want to encourage you too. my new book is out, The Vision Principle. You can get it on Amazon. You can go to visionprinciple.com, my website, and click on a resource tab, and it'll have a picture of the book, and you can buy it right there on the website. And uh, it's been out for two or three days. Feel free to get that. If you want more information, just email me at Jack at TheVisionPrinciple.com, and we'll, we'll show you how to get that, okay? Or I can give you the link. But I've got a new book coming out called Kingdom Shift, and I'm in the process of writing it. But the Lord's been dealing with me even at the river and, and uh, helping other churches to 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 shift to a kingdom focus. And if if you're in the kingdom and you're in relationship with the king, you're going to have a relationship with people. And so we need to identify those people that really don't know the Lord, or they know the Lord and they're not walking with the Lord, or they know the Lord and they don't really go to church. They're just totally unfruitful. Or they know the Lord and They Maybe they go to church, but their lives are just a total wreck. Those are all people that we can reach out to. But what do we do specifically? Let me just give you a few. The first thing you can do is begin to identify those people and begin to pray for them. So you begin with simply praying for the people that are in your circle, your sphere of influence. You know, years ago, there was a great revival. In, excuse me, in Northeast Ohio even. I was in it in the late 60s, early 70s, and, and uh, people were getting saved and filled the Holy Spirit in all types of denominations, Presbyterians, Episcopalians, Methodists, and uh, even Catholics that were uh, not traditionally focused on being born again. There was just a massive revival and a great outpouring of the Spirit. And a lot of people came to know the Lord. And we call that the, the salvation mandate found in Mark chapter 16. But one of the things that happened is because so many people got saved, they didn't have many places to go to be taught or discipled. So they knew the Lord, they were filled with the Holy Spirit, but many times they didn't walk with the Lord because they weren't trained and disciplined in their walk. And that's the key to the church. The church is the training ground for producing disciples that go out and reach their sphere of influence. And one of the things we can't do as a church is constantly have meetings. But there's another mandate, and that's the nation mandate, which is found in Matthew chapter 28. It says, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. You notice it says nations, which is the root word ethnos. And it's not just a certain tribe of people, which it can be translated that, but our goal is to transform our society, transform our nation. So if you live in the U.S. of A., our goal is to see Jesus transform the nation. We're not here to control the nation, but we're here to transform the nation with the love of Jesus. And the mark 16 mandate we fulfilled but we hadn't fulfilled the matthew 28 mandate because and we we had this great revival the discipleship was lacking so the culture began to deteriorate we didn't influence our sphere of influence because it began to deteriorate we didn't know how to do it and, and the key to all that is not some massive move of god but it's a move of god's people to begin to reach out to their relationships one at a time. Because if you reach one person, you can really begin to change the nation. You can change their thoughts and their mindsets. So the first thing you do is identify those people around you. We all have probably 10 or 12 easy, your neighbor, your barber, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, And many of them don't know the Lord, or they do know the Lord, but they're not walking with the Lord. So we begin to pray and get the mind of the Lord for really what He wants us to do, okay? And then we begin to partner with someone. So we pick a person, and we spend time with them. We get involved in their lives. We really uh, do things with them, where we can spend time with them just as a person. They they might not be uh, where you'd like them to be, but if we invest in their life, we partner with them. And if, you're, if you do this with a believer who's a little weak and that lives near you or in your complex or in your neighborhood or their good friend or whatever, you can begin to grow together and then you begin to have focus on a third person. You know, when Jesus talked about where two or three are gathered, that's what used to be called, and when Jesus set that up, it was called the Ecclesia. And we won't go into all that today, but but it's where two or three are gathered to represent the kingdom from which they are from. in this case, it's two people gathered to represent heaven to their sphere of influence, so you partner with them, and sometimes they're not going to be saved sometimes will so You begin to proclaim to them, first of all, with deeds, not words. In other words, you really helped, excuse me, to meet their needs. They might have spiritual needs. They might have physical needs. They could even have financial needs. Uh, You could help to bring other people with you to try to help them. And then, obviously, you would proclaim the message of Jesus. But let me, let me say this here, okay? If you're not walking with the Lord and you don't have a real commitment and discipline to the Lord, then what you say to them when you proclaim with words means nothing. So the first thing we need to do after we begin to pray and we seek a partner is we need to make sure we pattern our lives after Jesus. We really begin to pattern our lives so that when they see us, they see Jesus. And again, if the kingdom of God is relational, if we've got bad relationships everywhere, we need to bring those relationships in submission to the king. You might need to call your sister or your brother or your aunt uncle that you have ought against and ask for forgiveness and get right in relationship with them. We're supposed to be the peacemakers. So you pattern your life after Jesus. If you don't live your life like Jesus, if you're mean to everyone around you, you're mean to your husband, you're mean to all your family members, you're mean to the people at work, obviously when you tell them the good news, it's not going to mean anything because they're going to look at you and say, well, you don't really believe what you preach. And that's where when you begin to pray and you begin to get the word, You ask the Lord by renewing your mind to continually transform you to be like Jesus. And if we work on that, we'll begin to really see the effectiveness of us reaching someone with the Lord. We're going to close today. We'll pick this up tomorrow. But remember, the kingdom of God is all about relationships. And he wants to use you to reach the people around you. That should be your primary ministry focus. That's your field, as we've talked about. And God can do that. So today, Lord, show us some people that we can reach out to, someone that really needs your love. Lord, I pray you would encourage us today to obey. In Jesus' name, amen.